Hi, my name's Cake Swag, and this is my golden hour. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm running to the pesos. I told her keep it way low. Three, two, one, hike. All right, listen. What's happening? We've I've been giving Hector the intro. We've been starting with Hector doing the intro because I've been doing up. them all. So we're just gonna give Hector a chance right here to, no, to see what he can come up with. <laughs> That's pressure, well, pressure, too much pressure. Well, just to start off, who has a fresher haircut, me or heck? Be honest. You guys got to take off the headphones, though. Wait, wait, which, what's my bald side? <laughs> oh, see, if you got to do that. Oh, that's a good side, I think. No, no, this is a good side. <sighs> Be honest. She, I don't know. Hector kind of, he kind of got you though. Cause, Ooh, leave. Cause Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. can't fuck with the clean haircut, boy. Well, bro, cause you got your beard touched up and shit. It's like a, it's a two part thing with say, you. The lineup is clean. The lineup is super crazy. If he had no beard, it's a dub. But this is like new for me. I've never really let my beard grow. I'm trying to feel like a man. <laughs> good, good luck. <laughs> Eat a dick. So listen, <laughs> Hector, since you won't do it. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We have our second ever female on the show. And Hi. we made sure we came with someone who had bars. Always bars. Always. I was going to say, bars. I was going to try to make a play on, like, the cake thing. Be like, you got, like, the sweetest. But I don't really think, <laughs> I don't really think that fits the music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, in, but introduce yourself to the camera. I'll let them know who's um. here. Dropping my album. Oh, she's straight into it. <laughs> I gotta do it. You have to, 100%. <laughs> I'm dropping my album, Cakeology Volume 1, on November 19th. So you can be on. Via. Um, I'm just gonna be on all music platforms. Where do you want them to listen to it? Where do you get the most bread if it blows up? iTunes. Okay, iTunes. <laughs> Download on iTunes. I never or knew. Or Spotify. Or Spotify. They yeah. both, gen um, they kind of generate close to the same amount of revenue for me. Um, How does it. To be honest, that's interesting. We never talked about that. How does that work for an artist? So it's like a percentage of the plays type shit. Yeah, um, it depends on who you go through. Like you can, uh, uh, some artists use DistroKid, some artists use TuneCore. I use TuneCore. Uh, um, what does that mean? Is it a service? Yeah, it's a service that gets your music on like iTunes, mm -hmm. Spotify, and Word. things like that. They kind of like just flood it all mm -hmm. just by themselves. So yeah. Um, and is, is this the bad stand? I just want to make sure she's heard. Right. Yeah. Also, I gotta put more. What am I call it in a little bit? So, Game. Yeah, yes, we are. Okay. Are we recording? Yes. So I so. I don't really understand like how that works. How does an artist get paid off iTunes? So um. Is it like you get a thousand plays? It's like a, like you get like ten cents type shit. Um, we get paid per stream. Okay. Um, with TuneCore, I believe it's like. If I'm not mistaken, it's it's like fifteen to twenty cents per stream. Oh, that's dope. That's not bad, yeah. yeah. And and how much does two and core take? Um 
Or they, do you or do you just pay like a monthly subscription type thing? I pay for a subscription okay. with them. Um and then depending on what you're putting out. So like singles is like like five or six dollars to upload and then albums are like nineteen ninety nine okay. to upload the whole album. Oh shit, I had no idea. Yeah. So no so at some of your parties what you should do is just loop your fucking tracks and just yeah, well, I, I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say, but like, what counts as a stream? The, like, you have to listen to the entire thing, or just listen to it once, like a few seconds of a song that counts as a stream. Um, I believe you have to listen to the song in its entirety, but okay. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, my guy just texted me. Um. So, I think the first time I got hit, I don't know. Someone just like shared you on their story. Mm-hmm. I don't remember when exactly. I don't remember the first time I texted you. I like, made DM you like, yeah, I love your music, man. You're killing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like um, it was like um, almost a month ago. Okay, word. Damn, we became you've friends been, like that. Friends it. off rip. Um, but the one thing like right off the bat that I fuck with heavy is that like you you consistently post a freestyle same exact time or yeah. around the same exact time every week. For anyone who thinks that shit is easy, it is not. It's not. But because you, you got to be accountable as fuck to do some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Do, do you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is? Have you ever heard of him? No. Okay, he's like a, a beast when it comes to like media and shit. Mm-hmm. How much does the consistency help like grow your shit? Oh my goodness. Tenfold, right? Tenfold. It's crazy. Like my just my media influence, so to speak, like doubled. Over what the course of a year? Um, less than a year. Whoa. Less than a year. It just doubled just because like people were just looking forward to Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's Tuesday. Lisa's gonna drop another freestyle. But it, it would be a different case if it was bad. It's good. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, yeah. She's right. coming with the bars. It's it's like a quality video. Right. And freestyle. Yep. And then it's like, um, for me, like my freestyle having like a a nice quality freestyle is the most important. If I think it's trash, um, I'll go back to the drawing board and just keep working, keep working mm-hmm. until I get something that I do like because it's lyrical exercise for me. It makes oh, yeah. it makes writing easier for me when I'm consistently like putting yeah. stuff out, you know, and it gives me something to look back on. Like, okay, what did I like about this freestyle? What don't I like? What do I want to change? What is repetitive? Like, what else can I add to my flows, my versatility? Well, well question... Is that like a – well, I have a question on the video end because, like, for those who don't know, it's called Talk Dad Tuesday. Talk Dad You came up without yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Damn. It's a branding genius over here. <laughs> she got it all going on. Um, but you shoot, like, a, a little mini, like, video for it, too. It's not yeah. just, like, you're in front of the yeah, camera spitting. Right. I actually think that's, like, that's mad refreshing because you see a lot of people freestyle and it's just, like, a selfie. Just, yeah, just shit. holding the camera on, mm-hmm. on the face cam. You I do those, got, too. Yeah. I do those, too, sometimes, too, like, right on the camera. Um, but, but you've, but had, like, a, but you've had a range to it, of, like, you know? Well, yeah. no, no, so sometimes you have someone I could tell shoot on, like, a DSLR yep. or someone on an iPhone, but then there are some that have, like, a high-ass production value, too. Yeah. So yeah. how does that work? Do people just, like, reaching out to you be like, yeah, like, I'll shoot one for you type shit? Um, yep, so people will ask if they could shoot them. Damn, um, we got a celebrity on our hands. <laughs> people will ask if they could shoot Tuesdays, and um, for me, it's fun. It's just, it's fun. Right now, um, the guy who's been shooting my um, Talk That Talk Tuesdays. Give is, him a shout-out. Um, shout-out DJ Tone. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, 2HM. Um, so... Right now, the guy who shoots my talk that talk Tuesdays, his name is DJ Tone. He's a Boston DJ. Mm-hmm. He's also a photographer. 
He's also an engineer. The Renaissance man. Yeah, he's like Jack of he's all like trades. Midas. Um, and he's a producer, so he makes instrumentals too. So there are a couple songs that are on my album that he produced and engineered. And then um, most of the videos that you see on Tuesdays, he shot. Okay. Damn, so talk more about that album. When, when no, 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 no. Before Ooh. we get into that. <laughs> what? When so is what? the is the freestyle is that done on like Sunday? Is it like finished on Sunday and the video's finished on Sunday and then you have it ready to upload on Tuesday? Um, only time I do it early is if I'm gonna be out of town. So like if I have a show um somewhere outside of Boston, I'll do it early. So I've had to do that twice mm-hmm. when I had um meetings and shows in New York. I had to shoot my. So talk. you so you do a day of. Yeah, we do a day of. Damn, that gets risky. Yeah, yeah, it does get risky, but the thing about it is, is like, um, talk that talk Tuesday is gonna go on regardless, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of whether I have like a big production behind it or not. I'm still gonna. You gonna put something up? Right, yeah. I'm still gonna oh, so drop a freestyle. So then you, let's say like someone's late type shit, you would resort to the. Just drop it on my phone. To the selfie vid. Word. Yeah. Word. Damn. As long Full as steam it, ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's the most important thing because, like, you're going to get these curveballs all the time where you're like, okay, I, my work's not going to be done. But it has to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you just got to do it. So. And so so on the video, who's shooting at its day of, like, ready to go type shit? That yeah. takes time, though. Well, uh, um, Tone. Because it transitions on into. Yeah, but DJ Tone does it in like 10 minutes. DJ Tone, shout out to you, bro. I mean, he's a wizard on the stage. I know, it's crazy. He's just... (laughs) Bam, bam. All right, we're done. Um, (laughs) When are you going to upload? It's lit. Look at shit. Yeah. No, but I have like a really good um, team behind me that helps me. You don't see them because they're behind the scenes just kind of like pushing me and working with me, but you can see it in like the quality of the things I Mm -hmm. put out. So. Has the team grown as, you know, you've kept on going, you know, pe- more people are starting to see, like, the, the impact? Um, yeah, more people have definitely started, reached, out. Reach, reached out to me, started to see the impact. Um, That's just the power of consistency, bro. Yeah. yeah. Is it crazy? It's I, I tell people all the time, consistency is key, like, even if... But if it's whack, it's a dub. Well, well <laughs> I mean, there's no. going to be... Yeah, don't lie to the kids. <laughs> if it's whack, it, it's not going to work. It's just like... I, People lie to them and say you put up a freestyle every day. If it's trash, it's just not going to do anything. That's true. I mean, you don't want to put out trash. You don't You don't want to put out trash on purpose, so to speak. <laughs> We're on different people, pages. That's subjective, though. But, I mean, what is trash? Like, some people might like it. You know, some people might. And there, heck, there's, heck, there's you're acting like a politician, bro. But there's we have something, a lot of people bro, there's, damning us want to be out there, bro. There's we something understand. for everybody out there, Yeah, bro. there is something, there's for, something everybody, for everybody out there. But I think um, what's also important to remember is something just because – you think it's trash. I could could have been like, I worked really, really hard on this. Like, there's some Tuesdays where I'm like, this is, like, pretty good, but I could do better. Mm-hmm. And then I drop it, and it's, like, 10,000 views. And I'm like, Jesus, like, well, I don't even like this one that much. <laughs> like, Does that happen one, often? Kind of like the ones that you think aren't going to do numbers are the ones that end up doing numbers? Yeah. You- my favorite's the, the Chance one. That's my favorite. Which Which Chance one? Dun, 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 dun. Oh yes, yes, what, that's one of my favorites what, too. What's that? What is that song called again? How great. Oh yeah, how how great is our God. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's probably one of my favorite freestyles too because I am a church kid. Mm-hmm. So it's go. just like 
when I when I do um, freestyles on beats like that, I get to like really play around. Like, mm-hmm. I get to play with my wordplay on with um, just what kind of puns that you. Would you get. grew up going to church in Boston. Yeah. Where? New Hope Baptist Church. Heck, you need to go spend some time over there, bro. I, I, grew up, I grew up in the church too, bro. Don't sleep. I was an altar boy, believe it or not. No, I'm gonna bring in pictures one of these days. What? What happened? There's <laughs> always the church kids that end up, you know, fucking. I think, well, what I are think, you saying about her, bro? <laughs> no, I, to be honest, I sometimes I feel like a lot of the most creative like kids and stuff like that come out of the church. You think so? I, I do. I do. Just because, especially like, with music. Yeah, especially with music, because we're exposed to so much music. Like you don't even, you can't even Instrument, imagine instruments. Fucking, how yeah, many like, Sundays there was no rehearsals, but the whole choir still got to get up exactly, there and sing. Exactly. And like you yeah, would yeah. have no idea. But even like the kids that go to Berkeley and stuff like that, their teachers will recommend for them to join a church. They'll be like, yeah. find a church to go to yeah, no, because it's a good foundation. It's a good yeah. musical foundation for sure. It's like for sure. The church is the only place that. There's always a band. Technically, it's a band. Like you mm-hmm. have someone playing bass, lead guitar. You have someone on drums. You have someone on organ. Someone on keyboard. You just have so many instruments being played at once. And sometimes these people do not rehearse yeah. together. So that is like it's almost like that's where you learn to really like mm-hmm. think on your feet, be creative on your feet, because you. That's that's where you think your music started. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. where it started. So where did you grow up in Boston? Roxbury. Heck, where do you live again? We need to stop oh, saying right. that on air. I keep exposing <laughs> heck. <laughs> in case some crazy beef comes across as a... Hey, no beef here. I'm a lover. If you know me. No beef. No beef. Only good vibes. Like, yeah, not but I'm agree. Roxbury kind of too, so... Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, where? Um, What's like the what area? Well, you live on the line. Yeah. That's oh, what we can gosh. say. Yeah. What, like Grove Hall? No, nah, not even. Oh, like, okay. Like, kind of like, by the, yeah, like, up by, like, Croc Center <laughs> and shit. Yeah, no, but the line is so annoying because if you walk down Dudley Street, it really, like, I consider it all Roxbury. Roxbury. Yeah. It's all Roxbury. Yeah, but it's crazy because that is technically considered Dorchester, but Dorchester is so huge. Like, it, I don't know. It's a, to South Boston, that's technically Dorchester. Quincy. Quincy, yeah, that's technically Dorchester. Yeah. Savin Hill, Mad Ashmont, yeah, yeah, yeah. parts of Mattapan, technically Dorchester. It's just huge. Yeah. Huge. Um, it should be a city of its own, honestly. <laughs> no bullshit. They have everything. That's a fact. Well, who, who is saying there's like there's like a clear division of like ethnic group in Dorchester? There's like a line. We had someone up here saying that. I think it was Chi. <sighs> yeah, what? like kind of how like there's the white area of Dorchester and then there's the, you know, where does all that, the Cape Verdeans. Where does that divide? I mean, it, there's really no divide. It's kind of like all over the place. Cause yeah. You, yeah. Um, this. It, it's not like there's like a line. Yeah, there's, there's no. Because you got like parts of Milton, like Dorchester shares part with Milton, so obviously they'll be yeah, a bit nicer. more affluent. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the white area is like Savin Hill. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Like, yeah. But so then, like the white area of Dorchester, I feel like it's Savin Hill. Or like that line that like is about to touch South Boston. And then I feel like all of the like K-Verdians live by Upham's Corner. Yep. <laughs> and then all of the Asians live in Phil's Corner. Yep. And then... Phil's Corner and Upham's are like right next to each other, right? Yeah. They're close. Kind yeah, of, they're, clo- they're close by, yeah. If you, yeah. if you go, if you like go across the rotary and down that I forget, way. yeah, there's mad Vietnamese in Phil's Corner. Mad. Mad Vietnamese. Some, don't sleep on some of them shops. They got some... Oh, yeah. They got some they got nice got stuff. Shops. Yeah. yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. And the Chinese food out there. On field, in fields, we gotta take you out there, Bochi. Oh yeah, 
I, I was out there last night. Oh. With going to you, you, you going oh, to your oh, crib. Yeah, that, 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 that. Are you eating Chinese food at all? Or you no shot. I'm doing a salary yeah. stick a week. That's it. <laughs> I'm about to get lean. You you can come back up here in two months. And be, <laughs> um. So question: You got the OVO joint on your head? Mm-hmm. It's not even a question. Just shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone called me, I had a crew neck. Everyone called me a huge fanboy. But I, I went to OVO Fest. I um I did not go to OVO Fest, but I felt like if I was going to be in Toronto, it was only right that I go to the OVO What is it, it's during like Carabana week, I think? Yeah, I was there for Carabana. Um, they do one of those in Boston, right? Or something yeah. similar? Well, well, it's not Carabana. We do have, we have um, Carnival. Yeah, okay. Caribbean Carnival. Yeah, we have it in Boston. Um, and then there's in Cambridge, And for, too. And for all like the kids where I come from. Can you guys just explain what that is? Yeah, so um, Carabana, or Carnival, so to speak, is just like, it's a huge cultural festival with um, countries from the, the Caribbean, Caribbean, the West Indies, even um, the in certain places, like if you go to Carabana, there's African countries as well, um, and people will dress they'll dress up and then they'll play lots of music and you dance and you have fun live music live steel band still yep yep there's um there's floats there's different floats for different countries it's just um it's it's almost like an appreciation yeah a celebration for caribbean culture it lasts a whole week weekend it it lasts like a it lasts like four days middle of the summer right but in boston it's it's one day Um, they're actually like doing everything in their power to make it smaller. So why? Did I ask? Why? Yeah, they're like cutting out float, cutting out floats and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. there's a parade. That right? has gotten whack over the yeah, years. Yeah, well, I'm not even on front. They're doing it. Well, I mean, a lot of it is because it's like it is almost inev- inevitable that someone is going to shoot. It's that violent, kind of right? Yeah, it happens every year. What, it, what are you carnival's do? not violent. There's it's just really like not. carnival's not violent. It's just that. That's the only time where, where you everybody feel comes like you out. Can catch, everybody's gonna be everybody out. Feel outside. like, oh yeah, I, I know I'm gonna catch all my drama. Like, so that's like, if you've been looking for your drama all year, there's a good chance you feel like you're gonna find them at carnival. And um, I feel like the people who do that just kind of like take away from the rest yeah, of us. Cause there's there's a lot of families who have people enjoy up, it. Yeah, and they've grown up in carnival. Like their kids were in kitty carnival, and then they grew yeah, up. I've been going on since I was a kid. Yeah. Where, where does the where does like the main portion of the activities take place. Like, is it Dorchester? It's, it's changed because I remember it used to start what at, like by Morton Street and it'll go all the way down to like the zoo. But now it it goes to like on Talbot, right? Um, so it'll go down. It'll, it will go down Blue Hill. Um, and stop by Talbot. Y- but you it, go it, every it year, right? Warren. I don't go. I didn't go. Um, I didn't go this last year. This past carnival because mm-hmm. I had to work. Well, yeah, hustling. Priorities. Yeah. Priorities. I wanted to go, but. I was not well that's that's it. a good segue so that was another thing i saw on your ig was the barbies mm-hmm. am i saying it, am i saying it the right way yeah okay um so are you you were or are a part-time bartender too yeah so actually i bartend for a living okay oh word um and well, then i also you must be nasty then yeah yeah i've been bartending for five years it's a hey. lot of fun um and then i also have a bartending company called the Barbie. Let's go. And we do um we do most not I want to say most of the parties but a lot of the lit parties that are hap- that'll happen like whether it be like pool parties, Airbnbs, birthdays, family functions, all in Boston. holiday parties, 
weddings, things like that in Boston that are in private venues, nine times out of ten, they hire us. Oh! Word. Yeah. Hell yeah. And so, when did you, how did that start, and, like, what is the, damn, I'm sounding like a real journalist tech. I'm starting to get good at this, bro. <laughs> how did that start, and, like, what was the idea, like, when you start? Like, I just want to, like, start a bartending company with my friends type shit. No, so actually, um, my social media has it has changed a lot. I had to take off certain things. I just had so many things on there. But I um every time I used to make a new drink at work, like when I was bored, I'll post it on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and people would hit me up to bartend. When you, when you say new drink, you mean like the concoction was different? Yeah. Okay. So if I had when I I I'm like I'm a mixologist. Um, uh, mixologist is our it's pretty much bartenders that right, yeah. like the try art, shit that yeah, like yeah. the art of mixing. Okay. Um, so, so you really, you really love making drinks? Yeah. Man, why don't you bring us anything? I, I did, honestly. <laughs> Hex on a tea break. Yeah, I'm good right now. Honestly, I was bartending at a party last night and I'm like, right now, so. She's hungover as hell is what she said. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You gotta get you some Pedialyte. I know, I need Pedialyte, I need Gatorade. Oh, you were not fucking with the water I brought in? No, I am. I'm definitely fucking with the water. <laughs> staying hydrated, folks. Well, your water's on the way anyway. So um, cool. No, but so people would hit me up to buy 10 parties. And then um, my friend Lucci, shout out to SLZ, um, he hit me up to bartend um, this huge backyard cookout party that he throws every year. This year he was like, yeah, I expect to have almost 300 people there. So you needed some help? I was like, I'm yeah. going to need some help. Word. And Lucci's like, yeah. <laughs> Get them. So... Who'd you employ? Your um, girls? Yep, I employed I employed my squad. I'm like if you know, it's I feel like it was it's easy for me to teach my friends because I know how they learn. Yeah. You know, so I was like, Okay, I'm gonna employ my squad because I feel like for me to teach them how to bartend and get them licensed, mm-hmm. um, with their serve safe and things so they can actually legally serve at functions, it'll be a lot easier. Like I can teach them what they need to know to pass the test, just things like that. So crash courses so that's what i ended up doing mm-hmm. and then next thing you know we were struggling to find a name we found a name got our logo um and then it just kind of like boomed after that wait were logo. you were you you were still cake swag before the barbies right yeah i was cake swag before i've been cake swag since i was 13 oh shit yeah wait you were saying swag when you were 13 but yeah. swag's been around forever has it yes. yeah hey sorry <laughs> 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 oh man, that's an interesting concept though, because I I don't think I've ever heard of uh, bartending companies. Well, no, uh, well just, that's why I like the way you branded it. Yeah, and that oh the brand the branding was like awesome because I'm like okay, like what are we gonna call ourselves? And I'm like I like the idea of bees just because, and, it, and it's all it's all girls who it's all girls yeah mm-hmm. um I like the idea of bees like in general because you know they're the hardest working animal in the animal, animal kingdom and I feel like. For me, like when it comes to like what I do, I feel like I work really hard. Hell know? yeah, working so, bees. There you go. I'm like bees, bees. Oh my god, Barbies. It's a double entendre, you know. Okay, so what is the other entendre except well, the first one? Uh, bar, uh, the Barbie. bees is the hardworking, and then yeah. the Barbie is for Barbie. Barbie like the doll. Like, yeah, like a doll. So it's a double entendre. So like. I get it. I'm just like getting you. better at the bars thing, man. I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then that's where that came from. And it, it just... Do it you guys have a logo yet? Yeah. Can I see it? Mm-hmm. It booms so quickly. I'll post that. What are you doing? I, I, I'm trying to get... I'm trying to get the thing, and it's not coming up. 
D E N. I know how to spell it, <laughs> but it's not coming up. It's right up. there on the oh. left. Oh, thank you. What is that? Oh, um, heck, Dorks is there's a there's a kid who works at um Lace that Heck is repping today. That's the oh, logo. Yeah. Let me see. It's a B. Oh, it's on the it's on our flyer too, the flyer for the most recent event we had. Damn, Sprint is blowing it in the studio, huh? With the one bar. Yeah, Sprint is terrible. Sprint is just sucks in general. Yeah, actually. I had to switch big time. Like, I, remember, I never used to get service in my room. Anyway, in my it's, own bedroom. So was this last night or two nights ago when you yeah, guys dressed up? Yeah, we threw our party two nights ago. So you do this like frequently? Like you guys will dress up, like theme it type yeah. shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it was a costume party. Mm-hmm. It was a costume party, yeah, for the for the Halloween event. But that's the logo. It's pretty much a B. It's like a, it's a lady mm-hmm. B, and she's holding like a shaker and a martini glass. That's hard. Yeah. I wish I could get it to be bigger so you could like see it. But it's not uh, I, I, my phone might be on. What's the craziest event like you guys have worked so far? Um, the craziest event we worked so far might have been like the SLZ um, pool party. What's that? Oh. SLZ Super Lizos. They are um, they're they're a Boston um. Is it bar underscore promotion bees? company. Or is it they, bar underscore bees? Yeah. No bar bees underscore. Oh my fault. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Bam. Yay. <laughs> Yeah. Um. So that yeah. Damn, you guys go hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And these, yeah. are these all your best friends? They are my best friends. Damn. How many girls do you know? Heck, or I mean, anyone for that matter would just love to start a company with their friends. And it, it, yeah, it's it's hard, dude. Yeah, Sorry. but <laughs> yeah, it's hard, but it it works because um, it works for me. It works with the Barbies as a company. It works with my music because they literally like, I I can't even make this up. They believed in me before I believed in myself. Mm. Like, when I started doing music again. When um, was this? Uh, so, August 21st, 2017, I started doing music again. What? Why is that date such a time marker? How did you know it exactly? Um, you drop a song or like? Uh, that's when I wrote um, Barbie's Anthem, the first track. Damn, so that Barbie's fucking changed your life. Um. Yeah, well. Okay, sorry. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> No, no, they did. They, they, they I, kind of. I don't even me mean that. the team. I just mean the idea. Yeah, it did. The idea, the idea did change my life for sure. But like, they, they believed in me before I believed in myself. You know mm-hmm. what I so mean? So the support like, they, was already there. You know that. Yeah. You know um, you could work as a team with them. Mm-hmm. They kind of like. Gave well, you had to make the entry song, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna make this song for the group and drop it. Drop it. I dropped the song and I got such like a a really 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 good response from it and people wanted more music mm-hmm. and i'm like okay i gotta get back in the studio people want it yeah. <laughs> i gotta do this again so what, what, why was there uh you just had a, like you were doing music and you just like said all right like let me just put this on hold for a little bit and then you came back to it um no so actually um and i'm happy you said this mm-hmm. because a lot of people are like oh jaleese is doing music jaleese is doing music that's my name jaleese by the way um she's doing music but um I stopped. This girl's got haters. We can already tell. <laughs> yeah, I stopped doing music because the engineer and producer I was working with, Jeffrey, um, he had committed suicide. Oh man, so I'm sorry. And um, it was really hard for me to yeah, do music I can imagine. because I just. When, felt when like, was this? A long time ago. No, this was um, August twenty first, um, two thousand. Fifteen. Wow. So you took a so two year, year break. straight two year break. Yeah. So I just I just um I stopped.
because I just felt like it's traumatizing. Yeah, you got to be is. in the right place to do yeah, it. Yeah, you know? it was traumatizing, and it was just kind of like hard. That means that like I have to like I have to find a new studio. Yeah, I have to find a new producer. I have to find a new engineer, and to, um, for me, it just kind of felt like like. Yeah, me need, doing yeah. that, I felt like, it, at the time, it made me feel like I was saying that he no longer existed, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I, and they were just kind of like, you know, um, by me not doing music, I'm doing a disservice to, yeah, to, to Jeff. That, you know. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, if he was here, that would be something that I, that he would want me to yeah. do. And me writing Barbie's anthem, like, on his actual birthday and, mm-hmm. and death, day for that matter it was it's the same um he the oh, date wow. yeah Damn. um see crazy how shit works out like that sometimes though how like do you, you sometimes feel like like shit happens in your life and it's just like it's all like stepping stones to like a certain point yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah um i definitely i definitely know what you're talking about and um i think now i think all the time like back then like i was having I only liked the fun things about music, too. Like, I don't think I would be ready. I don't think even then... I would have dropped a project then. I was halfway through a project when Jeffrey passed away. But I don't think that I was ready yet at mm-hmm. that time either. Like, I feel like I only liked the fun things about music. Yeah. But what people realize is What do you mean the bad... Like, what would the bad things be? The bad things are, you know... um, being able to, you know, being able to accept the fact that no matter how good you are, there are people that are not going to support you. Mm-hmm. You know, like that hard reality that like even some some of your friends that like you've grown up with and yeah, stuff are going to think that it they're not going to support you going to think that it's a stupid idea. Um, that it, it, and you have to and how good you feel about your own music and how serious you want to be. It's like the music part is fun. Being in the lab and making music is so much fun. But there's more that goes into it, like promote promoting yourself, you know, going out. If you're not, if you don't do well with speaking to people, you have to learn to be better. Like, you have to be an amiable person. Like, you have to be able to walk into a room and talk to uh, mm-hmm. talk to people. You have to be able to put yourself out there like, hey, like, this is what I'm doing. Um, do you, Can you check me out? You have to be able Was to Was that hard that. for you at first? Um... Yeah, it was. Uh, I would never expect that in a million years. Um, it was just because I mean I'm I'm still I'm still human, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's, re- hard re- yeah it's hard to get out there and yeah, rejections like rejection, yeah. and people telling you no is just like woof. Yeah. But you gotta um, it comes with it, and then it's sometimes it's hard even with shows like if you have a show, um, and the people who are there are not necessarily there to see you or they don't know all your music, you know, like sometimes people aren't willing to give you a show. Mm-hmm. You know, so they'll give you a shot once they hear about you and they like your stuff. Yeah. But sometimes beforehand, they're not willing to give you a shot, um, but like a shot. So um, all of that stuff is hard. You know, I like the f- and I think that when I was younger and when I was doing music, I don't think that I would have been able to handle it. How mm-hmm. I can handle it now. Like, I feel like I would have I probably would have wanted to quit if I dropped a project mm-hmm. and didn't get, you know, a good response. Because I'll tell you right now, there's people who um there's people who don't necessarily like all the singles I put out yeah. or yeah or it's inevitable though right or all my freestyles and stuff like that and um it's hard and I don't know if I would have been able to handle that when mm-hmm. I was younger because music was so fun for me and like 
it's human nature to want everybody to like, to you. like yeah. you and like what you're doing as much as you like yeah, it. Yeah, so I tweeted, but kind of gave you a chance to like grow a little bit. And yeah. Get used to that idea. Mm-hmm. Was it hard for you to come back into the like making music? Did it have struggles that you kind of just wait? Um, Can I guess? Yeah, I, f- I feel like you probably came back way better, though, right? You probably had mad angst. You were just like, mm-hmm. yo, let me go fucking snap. Yeah. Um, I did come back way better. Um, writing, writing actually got a lot easier because in that, in those two years, like, with losing one of my, um, like, dearest friends and, like, having to, like, move out on my own and, like, take care of myself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I went through more and, mm-hmm. and more things to mm-hmm. talk about. So... Um, think I think you were, do you think you were more self-aware? Yeah, oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot. When you, I'm telling you right now, and, and I know you guys can agree, but when you are forced to do things on your own, you learn so much about yourself. You, you learn so much about yourself that you wouldn't learn. So mm-hmm. it's just like, it's like, wow. But, um, yeah. It's like I'm an adult now. Yeah, I'm definitely um, more self-aware, like, um, of of all all the things about me, you mm-hmm. know, even like my flaws and things I have to work on, mm-hmm. I I know the things that I have to work on about myself. And what, what what's on the top of the list? Um, I would say the t- oh top of the list. I forgot. Okay, top of the list would be procrastination. Heck, what about you? <laughs> Long list. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to put one at the top, right? Yeah, no, we all are. We all are. I think if you're not a work in progress, then then that's that's not a good thing. That means that you're always, yeah, because you, that means you're done growing. If you have nothing else to work on about yourself, that means you're done growing, and that's not a good thing. You don't ever want to feel like that. You always got to feel like, oh, man, I got something else to work Yep, there's more. Yeah. So I got a lot. But you got to put one at the top. I got to be more patient. Oh, that oh, that's a big one. I I probably could have. No, it's not like me though. That's bad. I have no patience. Well, no, that will never change. But the the patience. That's Jack. That, that's my buddy Jack. You want to come in, Jack? Jack, come in. Jack's always all the behind the scenes. So this will be his first time on camera. This will be nice. Nice. Uh oh, does he know the cameras are rolling? Oh yeah, he hates oh, okay. it. Bix, meet Cake. This is my Hi. friend Jack. Hey, nice to meet you. Nice Jack, to meet you wait, too. wait. This is important for everyone who has not, who has watched the show and not. Jack, smile. <laughs> this is the behind the scenes on it. No, come on, really get in here. This is the behind the scenes on everything. This is my best friend. He helps me with absolutely everything. The poster you see behind you, that was him. Oh, the wow. deer was created by him. Backup poster is him. This wooden thing is him. The moral support is him. And he's an awesome guy. Do you want to sit in here? He's also very understanding, nice. so don't worry. Um, so when you say like you had to grow, you had to mature type shit, um, I don't want to guess your age wrong, but you are 25. Yes, I am. Uh, I'm quarter of a century. Are you having a quarter life crisis yet, or did that already happen? Um, no, I haven't had a, my quarter life crisis. Oh, is it on the way? I don't know. <laughs> Whoa, I don't know. watch out! <laughs> it could be. It could be on the way. Who knows? Well, but I haven't had it yet. So you seem more patient than a lot of the people we have up here. Do you think that, that you just, it, that kind of grew over time? Um, I think. So we have a lot of like nine, like 19, 21, 20, I mean 19, 20, 21 year old tech. Would you say that? Yeah. Most under, under 22. Most of them under, uh, under 
And so, the, so there's like a big sense. I mean, for myself too, there's just a big sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. Do you think like since you're like a, I mean, I don't mind gonna call you old, but like do you, do you think you've grown patient over time to like do things the right way, process um, things the right way? Yeah, most definitely. Just because like, um, because of like myself and mm-hmm. what I want for me. Like you look at people. And I think this is really important for anybody who's, like, trying to rush their process. You look at, like, a lot of people who um, rush their process or and things like that, and they're never, ever happy. Like, it doesn't matter how successful they are. It seems like they're never happy. Like, you always hear them, like, saying, like, little, like, negative things. Like, they don't, mm-hmm. they don't, like, almost like they don't feel like they deserve it yet. You know, like, and... You don't, I don't want that for myself, you know, like, I like, I, where I am right now, yeah, where I am right now, um, is fine, and I think that it also depends on what you want from doing music, like, me, like, whether or not somebody likes my music, or whether, I didn't know I was gonna gain, gain the traction I gained, but whether or not people like me, or are buying my music, I would still be doing music. You know what I mean? It's like you, you just enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly. So it's just like um, when you're doing something for yourself, there really is no rush. If you're doing something for other people, I feel like there's more mm-hmm. of a rush. I do, but I feel like when you're doing something because you really enjoy it, um, I think that you you are. So when you say for someone else, you mean proving people wrong? Um, yeah, proving people wrong. Like there's like. Cause you're you're probably the only person we've had up here that's been like actually vocal about like hate and like hate you receive, like yeah. and it affecting you. Some people act like they brush it off, but I think everybody feels it. You no, know no, what I'm no, saying? No, 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, I, for me, it definitely, definitely affects me. Not from people I don't know, only from people, people that yeah. I do know. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it's just like, wait a minute, but yeah, yeah. So that you like, feeling that way too, heck? <laughs> no, those. That that stuff that really does hurt, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it's just like one of those one of those things that I feel like is important for me to go go through, and I feel like it's important to like say out loud, um, so that like everybody else who is feeling or, d- or is getting that from people that know, and maybe even people they don't know, whatever, who's getting that like it's okay to alone. yeah you're not alone. It's okay to feel like upset. It's okay to be like sad it's okay to be sad that like you love something right right that you love something and you want somebody else to love it too and they don't and it's okay to it's okay to feel some type Man, of way we need that. to give you like your inspirational speech segment over here <laughs> it's changing my life no i'm it is okay you know and i don't think that there is um a time cap on anything like i feel like you can start something whenever you want like i think about like Morgan Freeman or Oprah Winfrey and like they were way older than us when mm-hmm. they finally started doing the things that catching they some dubs but like you know what I mean some, but some, you need a you think you probably need to live a little bit you know I think living is I think I think living is so important because you will have more to talk about when you go through more like both good and bad correct yeah yeah yeah, and I I think that that um, just like Jack, yeah, <laughs> it's been through a lot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's as bad as it as bad as it is. It's important to go through a lot because, especially if you want your music to be authentic and you 
want to be able to talk to people about like yeah, what's going on with you right now. Um, it's important to go through things. It forces you to grow. Sometimes you need that push. Mm-hmm. Never. Um, heck, I got like two real, fa- really fire questions. Okay. But do you have anything that's on top of your head? Probably not. <laughs> oh no, that's at the end. That's at the end. That's at the end. Um, so you are the second female artist we've had up here. Mm-hmm. We had a technical difficulty with the first one, mm-hmm. so she's actually coming back up. But it's hard to get females up here because doesn't really seem like there are a lot do you think that like help provides a window for you um i think to be honest i think it provides more competition yeah yeah and it in terms of rap in terms of rap yeah yeah, it does it does i guess um i think it's i think it's honestly harder for what for females i think it depends though it's harder for certain females because there are certain things that um, I feel like the industry um, expects from female artists. Like, they want us to be, like, they either want us to be, like, super sexy and talk about and rap about sex, or they want us to be, for lack of a better word, they want us to be... Young young M.A.? Young M.A.'s. Like, I feel yeah. like it's one or the other. Like, I feel like there's really... There's there's no middle ground. Like they don't want us that are in the middle ground that are like just super comfortable like being whatever. Uh, yeah, like sometimes I, they but they don't want they don't they don't want the Lauren Hills or like the people who, are, who don't want to be overly sexy overly sexy who don't want to talk about sex all the time. Like I got mad shit that I want to talk about and it's not always sex. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I feel like let me deliver some. Can I deliver some other bars and that's okay with y'all? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I feel like in that sense, if you want to be yourself. As a female in the industry, it's hard. Yeah, definitely. Because I, I, I think I specifically also mean Boston. Oh, oh, Boston. Um, well, in Boston, actually, we have, we have. Um, there, you're right. Um, in correlation to the men that rap in Boston, the ratio, the ratio. There's a lot more men, mm-hmm. but um, I think that. Because of that, the females that in Boston that do do music, I think that um, we're a lot. Oof. I think that we maybe put a little bit more craftsmanship into our. Oh, work. she's coming in. Because because yeah, like, we have to. Yeah, like because we have to, you know. Like I know, for as far as um lyricists in Boston for females, I know um. No one's touching you. You're the best. I I, <laughs> um, I know Red Shades, uh, Say Blanco, um, Chi, mm-hmm. um, Vintage Leaf. So I know I know four I know four females. Uh, yeah, I got to be honest. That's compared to like hundreds, hundreds of thousands hundreds of and dudes. Hundreds of guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're right. You're right. You're totally right. There's a um. There's there's less of us. Mm-hmm. Way less. Yeah. But I feel like um, the the way the industry is in general, like there's like this whole stigma, like there can't be more than one yeah. female rapper who's mm-hmm. good. Like you could have a ton of, of you know, yeah, male rappers, yeah. mad dudes who are like, you could be like, yo, so-and-so, 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 so-and-so on the track would be mad fire. But like 
when it comes to girls, it's it's, it's like they can only be one girl who's mm-hmm. been a parent. Like, do, do you think that's because because girls don't want to start? Um. Like, why do you think this is just like honest? Why do you think there are not more female artists in Boston? Because I, there's just it's just not like. I mean, I know dudes want to be rappers regardless, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, there's got to be a bunch of other girls out there that are talented that are just, like, not doing it. In the city? Yeah, there are a lot of, there, um, yeah, there are a lot of, um, females who sing in the city. Okay. Mm-hmm. But do you know what I'm saying? Why are there not more girl rappers? I, to be honest... And I don't even mean to sound like I'm trying to, like, be clickbaity here. I'm just, like, genuinely, genuinely wondering. No, to be honest, I feel like a lot of it has to do with um, the pressure. And mm-hmm. just, like, just like the way that girls are in general is very, very, very different from men. You know what I mean? Like... Um, starting is harder. Type I, shit. I think starting is harder because if you were to say right now that you wanted to start rapping, all your fr- like a, a good chunk of your friends would be like, okay, okay. Even your friends, even if all your friends were rappers too, they'd be like, hey, okay, we lit. Yeah. Girls, it's not like that. If you were to be like, yeah, I want to start rapping, nine times out of ten, they'd be like, why? <laughs> like, what do you want to do that for? <laughs> um. <laughs> That's no, like, no, there's a ton of things that, why would you want to do that? Like, that's, that's the very much, oh, you want to be a rapper now? So you did you, did, um, explain that mentality. I don't really understand that. Crabs in a, crabs in a bucket is just like when you are trying to pull yourself up. Um, if you watch crabs in a bucket, there's a crab that's going to pull you down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Literally. Literally. They're like, hold on, hold on. No one can Yeah. Is that like real science? That like actually happens? Damn. We could watch a documentary on that. That's some dicks. Yeah, like, and then with men, men are more like, men are more, men are more like ladders. So like, if you're at a certain, so say like, you're like right here and your boy, yeah, and you, you your boy's nice and you're like, oh, yo, we got to do this. Yeah. You're gonna pull your boy, and y'all mm-hmm. are gonna be here, and then y'all are gonna. So you feel that way about? You know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like that, but um, I do feel like that is more the um crab in a bucket mentality does happen more with women. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I think that it's starting to happen less though because um there are a lot of women who are more aware, yeah. who are more aware of that sort of thing and like just kind of like the effect that it has. Um. Yeah, but but um, but the other thing is is like that leap of faith because that for me was very scary. So, so too. yeah, so starting was tough for you. Yeah, of course, because it's just like, what if everybody thinks I'm stupid? Like you don't want like you don't want to look stupid. Like wh- yeah, like what if everybody thinks that I was that I'm dumb or I'm stupid or what if or you're trash right me? off the bat? Yeah, what if <laughs> nobody likes what I'm doing? Like. I told you, everybody, we all want to be liked, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, oh, my God, what if nobody likes what I'm doing? And it's like, it's, it's a scary, it's a... But you got to fight through it, right? Yeah, you got to do it because it's like, if and I tell people this all the time, okay, well, if you live your whole life based off of the approval of everyone else, you're never going to do anything that mm-hmm. you want to... You're going to, your whole life, you're going to have always wanted to do something and you didn't do it because you were too scared that 
um, other people weren't going to like it. And then the other thing that's very scary is people finding out people that are close to you don't like it. I think that that, that, hap- that happened to you. Um, yeah, that's hap- that's that's happened to me. But I think um, it's a scary thing because it's like every person knows in the back of their mind, like there may be that one person who is not going to like that. And you don't want to have to like it, it's like. Do I make a sacrifice? Do I sacrifice this relationship? You know what I mean? Um, it's like you, you... You have people in your life that you had to... Like that? Yeah, and the Damn. thing about it is like, okay, I like what I'm doing. I want to keep doing what I'm, what I'm doing. And if, that, and if I'm not going to have the confidence I need to have to do what I'm doing because you don't like it, then I got to let you go. I got to let you go because I'm never going to be able to grow if I have people that don't, that, yeah, yeah. If, if I have people around me that don't want to see me grow, mm-hmm. you know, that like where I am right now. Like anyone, I'm telling you, like if anyone says to you, I like where you are right now. I like what you're doing right now. Like, cut them off. Not cut them off, but you got to be mindful because they like where you are right now. But are they going to like you if you grow? Mm-hmm. Are they going to like you if you start like really dedicating your time? Because as you grow, you will change. Yeah. Everything yeah. that... Everything that grows change. You will not be the same person. You are gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna learn more. You're gonna have experience more. You're gonna feel different. You know what I mean. Your views are gonna change because mm-hmm. as you grow, you meet more people and you see other other people's ways of thinking. Like everything about you changes as you grow, and you have to be you have to surround with pe- surround yourself with people that want to see you pursue your dreams and that want to see you grow. Because if you have anybody around you. And they and don't get me wrong, because they mean well. Mm-hmm. When someone tells you they like you just how you are, the way you are right now, they mean well. They do. But they don't want to see you grow yeah, more. Right. You, you have any friends who are psychotically hard on you? Say it again? Do you have any friends who are psychotically hard on you? Yeah. Do you like them? Yeah. They're the best, right? Yeah, they are absolutely, absolutely Come on, give me a smile. Give me a smile. Let's go. Let's go! Um... Come on, heck, I got you, bro. No matter what. <laughs> um, all of the all of the Barbies. So I've been friends with these girls for more than ten years. So anybody who knows me, if you know me, most likely you know them. So you met them in high school. Um, if I I'm met, doing my math I right. Met, I met Cass in high school, so she. Was, shout out Cass. Shout out Cass. Mm. She is my manager, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, I met her in high school. Does she approve the show? Um. Yeah, she okay. thought she was she she wanted to be here, but. She, yeah. We'll do a part two. She can come next time. No, no, that was someone else. Like, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but so Cass is Cass. I've known for over a decade, but um, so that's why I said over a decade because she is the newest. But um, she's the newest Barbie. She's the Barbie. newest Barbie. Back then we were couture. So we've always been oh, like a, a little old bit. gang, <laughs> couture. Damn. But um, but um, Shantae, she is one of my my nearest and dearest friends. I actually call her my sister. Shout out Shantae. Shout out, shout out Shantae. She did um my album cover. If you haven't seen it on my social media page, but I've known Shantae since. I, yep, I've known Shantae since I was um four years old, and then Ashley I met when I was nine years old. So I've been friends with all of them. For, yeah, actually, I have it on my phone. Yeah, we grew up together. So, and they're the hardest on me just because they know me the most. So they know what I'm capable of. They know what I can do. And if I'm not, if they, if I'm not doing what they feel like I'm capable that of, that shit's fresh. 
I know. Like, Sharpie Sharpie did a good Jack job. does a bunch of graphic design. Look at that. Look at the color. Ooh, like the That's just clean as hell. I like the Cakeology. Thank you. <laughs> Cakeology Volume 1, dropping November 19th. <laughs> she even fair in the press room. <laughs> Um, but since, cause they know me in and out, like they know like what I'm thinking, what I'm going to say before I say it. So they know, like literally, literally one of them will call me sometimes like, what you doing? Are you writing music? Mm-hmm. Like, and I'll be like, nah, I'll be like slacking off for a moment mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. They know, so they know, they, <laughs> they know they're just like, nah. And like, if I'm doing a show, um, say sometimes, um, not all my shows are packed. Like, sometimes I'll have shows and there's not a lot of people there. They're like, fuck it, we'll get on the stage with mm-hmm. you. They hype me up. They'll we keep me that. excited. Like, keep me excited. You know what I mean? So I do have um, friends that are insanely hot on me. Sometimes I get upset and I'm like, I need, give me a minute. And they're like, okay, you can have a minute later. But, like, right now, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you got to work. So, so, yeah, I do. And those are, I think, the most important friends to keep around you are the ones that are insanely hard on you that push you harder than like you want to push yourself and um because they know what you're capable of they know what you can do and what they see in you they want everybody else to see in you and like for them it's like so important that it happens so i think that those are you know in the long run those are the, the friends that you want to keep around you the ones that, that are going to hold you accountable you I, know i told you guys i'm not a dick Mm-hmm. Heck, I told you I'm not a dick, man. I just want I just want us to work hard. <laughs> Same with you, Big. So. <laughs> I'm I'm a heck. Sling the album question over, bro. So, what do you got in the works for us? Ah, so wait, 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 wait. What? Okay, now you can go. <laughs> <laughs> so November nineteenth. I am <laughs> she came up on her politician mode. It's hilarious. <laughs> I'm dropping my very first album, Cakeology, Volume 1. I'm so excited to share this with you all. Um, How many tracks? How many tracks? 14. Ooh, okay. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Do you have the art color yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just saw it, heck. Oh, oh she's the I'm sorry. Please don't leave me. Thank you. Um, how many how many songs? Fourteen. Damn. Shantae Hugo Graphics. Uh, she did my album cover. It's at Hugo Graphics. Yes. And Shout out to Shantae. She does flyers for events. She does um, cover art for singles and mixtapes and projects. This so. shit is beautiful. I know. I'm obsessed with it. Like every time I look at it, it just gets me like more and more hype. Oh, oh you were a Mecco student? Yeah. What? Yeah, I went Where? to school in Natick. Oh, no way. I went to Lincoln Subbury. Oh, you did? Yeah. Nice. Oh, wait. Shout out Mecco. What year did you graduate? 2014. 2014? Okay. Well, so, do you know any of the Dunleavies? Uh, I'll have to check IG. Okay. Nope. Well, they ended up... No, Mike Dunleavy? Was that an NBA player? <laughs> <laughs> Let me look. No, because, like, one of my... um. Two of my friends had moved to Lincoln Sudbury um, for school. They ended up coming back to Natick, but they were mm-hmm. in Lincoln Sudbury for a while. So, yeah. That's interesting, actually. Mecco, before you go on the album talk, did you hate waking up wicked early? Um. Yeah, waking up early sucked. But, like, I loved, absolutely love, 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 love going to, to going to Natick and just being a part of the Mecco program in general just because, like, I feel like, 
my eyes were just so were open. Like mm-hmm. there's like there is more than yeah, there's more than just Roxbury. And don't get me wrong, like we have beautiful things that come out of Roxbury, like absolutely beautiful things and beautiful people and just iconic people who have changed the world. Mm-hmm. Period. With whether it be music, um, politics. politics, things like that. But we, it's. I don't want to say um, I got to see how the other half lives, but you know when you don't when you don't know somebody or when you don't know about someone, you have like your preconceived notions about how they're gonna be, how they act. Yeah, but actually, like going to school in Natick, I um, I met I I was able. It, it made me more open as a person, That's- so to speak. And to be honest, like a lot of my friends from Natick support my music so much like it it actually surprised me almost i'm like oh shit but like yeah they fuck with me like my friends from school they every tuesday they're reposting my my freestyles and like they they want to know where the shows are at they want to know when the albums are dropping like and it's just like because you know we went i was went to school in natick since i was in sixth grade Mm -hmm. you know all the way until i graduated high school so it's like I grew up with them, too, you know, just as much as I grew up with all my friends in Roxbury or whatever. I grew up with all my friends in Natick, too. So I think that um, I think it also gives me an advantage because I have you understand. I understand. Yeah. I can talk about more. I can empathize more. And I'm not competing for like the same small market market, the mm-hmm. same small demographic in Boston. Like I have friends outside of Boston who listen to my music and some of my friends from school have moved all over um the united states you know what i mean so she's put one of my friends who lives in florida she's reposting it on her instagram so all her friends from school out there Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so um yeah and big shout out to mecco man huge shout out to mecco huge 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 i think that that's trying to get rid of it in lincoln no sudbury yeah trying to get rid of it well, I th- I think what's interesting is I've always had, like, two really close friends in Mecco my mm-hmm. whole life. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until, like, I got old enough. They would always stay at my house, right? There's a kid who comes up here who came up here first. His name's Sir South. His name's Kevin. One of me and Jack's closest friends growing up. Never. The audience is so right, right? Yeah. So back to Mecco. Um, back to South. Yeah, so he was, like, always, like, one of my best friends growing up, and I could never – I never knew where he lived. Right. And so I had a, a car and then I, I went in and I was like, wow, like <laughs> that was your first time in Mattapan. Well, no, no, it wasn't my first time, but it was more like, wow, like he goes to school somewhere. His whole life has been going to school somewhere so different from where he lives. Yeah. And they're like, it was like almost polar opposite because Lincoln's like a country town almost. Yeah. So like, it's just crazy. The effect. I think the program is like the sickest thing. Yeah. I think the program because I imagine like I don't I, I don't know how different I would be if I never grew up with black kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But just think about like how somebody. So you've been to South's house. You've been to like his neighborhood and whatnot. Think about how all the kids who live there, what they think about. You, In Lincoln. Exactly. Who've never ever been to Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Their perception of what it is is totally different mm-hmm. than what it would be if they actually got to go there mm-hmm. and actually had friends there and conversations with people there mm-hmm. and know that actually, you know what? They're not bad, man. Then, yeah. Well, no, not even that, but 
they think how I think. Mm-hmm. They agree with me about certain things. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're on the same page about a lot of shit that you just assume they're not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Very you, true. And you just assume that because you never, been, ever yeah. had the chance to meet them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You've never, ever had the chance to, like, be around them. You just, we just know what you guys, or what we think you guys have that we don't have. And from that, we just automatically assume that. They just mm. feel differently mm-hmm. about or or what we think you guys think about us. Mm-hmm. And it changes when you're in a position where you're actually there, you mm-hmm. know, and you're actually like, you're mm. like wow, we're all just human. <laughs> right. Or that like it's things that I think are outrageous, like this police shooting or um, or taxes. I'm just think, like just regular yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. like regular stuff like that. They feel the same way. They're like, no, 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 that shit's outrageous, mm-hmm. actually. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But you would never know that because yeah, yeah. You, you never just had just, a conversation with You them. never yeah. had a conversation. You're just looking from the outside in. Mm-hmm. So I think that because I was a Mecco student, I think being a Mecco student made me a better writer. Mm-hmm. You, know? you mean like the education was better type shit? Or, or you mean like you just you um, more think more, more Well, the education, the education, unfortunately, and it is really sad to say, the education better, is yeah. better, yes. But when I, I mean a better writer... In the sense that, like, you understand more. I understand more. You can write you know? from different perspectives. Exactly, exactly. So, and I, I can write in a way that, like, um, that everyone can understand, so to speak, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. in a way that is appealing to both. You know, because I feel like everybody looks for different things in music. Like, some people are all about wordplay. Some people want to see how many like similes you put in your song. How many double entendres you put in your songs how many punchlines like some people are into that sort of a thing you know what i mean some people are into songs that are just a vibe Mm -hmm. so it's like i think that because i was like immersed in like two completely different worlds i know like what people i think i know more what people like Mm -hmm. um and i use that to my advantage when i'm writing or when i'm putting music together so i think we're about to get kicked out of stew in in a couple seconds so go on your press run you ready um, yes, so November 19th, Cakeology Volume t- t- 1. Take your time. M- make it meaningful. This, okay. is, this is a big deal. It's your first <laughs> project, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, this is my Savor first it. project. Um, it was like, this project was, I, I'm excited for you all to hear it. Um, I've been listening to it, like doing just runs, um, doing song placement, how I want things to flow. Um, and it was, it was, it's been tricky. It's been fun. I'm excited to share it with you all. How long did it take for start to finish recording? Um, Damn, she's been working on it, bro. I'm like, I'm like trying to listen to the whispers. Eight months. <laughs> it took eight months um, to, to put together. Damn. But that's because, like, with writing, for me, my writing is different than my freestyles. When I write music, like... I will legit write a whole song like two twenties, two twenty bars, mm. and eight bar and three eight bar choruses. You know, just like I'll do a song and then I'll finish the whole song, hate it, delete it, and start <laughs> again. No, seriously, uh, seriously, like w- when it comes to my writing, I'm very, very, very hard on myself. So and sometimes I'll get frustrated. Like I'll, I'll kid you not. Like there was probably maybe. 
30 tracks and there's probably maybe 30 tracks that I was picking between songs that I didn't like anymore things I was tossing it's like so albums take a long time well, for me yeah, yeah. it takes a long time and they should you know yeah you, it's, it's your it's your baby you it's, should exactly you should put in the time and so make sure it's crispy that's why I'm so excited about it because it's like okay I'm finally done I I like this project I like how <coughs> it sounds and I can't wait to share it with share it with mm-hmm. everybody else. That's like lit. I feel like everything's falling into place. I love my album cover. Um, I found the perfect studio to go to, like someone who knows really, really, really knows how to engineer my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, also, not even a shamelessly plug where we are right now, but the engineers here are amazing. Shout out Phoenix Down Recording. Thank you for having us again. Pull up. Thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so November nineteenth, Cakeology Volume One will be dropping. Um, I know that you guys want a Talk That Talk Tuesday mixtape. Um, I am working on that. A hey. lot a lot of the Talk That Talk Tuesdays are recorded, but the ones that I just did live at the last minute because I was super busy, busy I will record those. I am going to put it in a track list. I'm just waiting until I get to number 52. That way it'll be like a full year's worth of the talk that talk Tuesdays and, and then like a, like Spotify playlist uh, type thing or um no so it so it de- I don't think I'll be able to put it on Spotify just because they're covers they're all covers to no, songs so t- how talk that talk Tuesday works is people will DM me what song they want to hear um whatever song I get the most requests about that's the song that I do for the Tuesday so oh heck I just thought of something we're gonna drop this on Tuesday but you have your talk to talk tuesday on tuesday um you can still drop it on tuesday no no, no. well we were gonna drop it on wednesday but that's halloween drop it on tuesday uh, i mean we don't want to kill you, you know what i'm saying we don't want to compete with views over here we're trying to make sure you're doing your thing oh yeah well Tough. we'll just talk about it after we'll no yeah we'll figure it out we'll figure, we'll figure, it, figure it, out. it out um so I, I am working on that for you guys and then i have another project i can't tell you guys about it yet sorry Secret. some real shit oh and my, and my line is fresher than heck. So we'll call it <laughs> never, never, never. <laughs> this is good. Shit, that shit devastated me. I'm not condoning any of the shenanigans. <laughs> um. Okay. So listen. Now we have like 2.1 minutes. You got three projects on the way. Yes, I have another project next summer. I can't tell you guys about this. Next summer, that's way up. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. This next summer coming up. Cause you know you gotta give things space. Let things breathe. Let I gotta marketing. promote marketing, this album. branding. Marketing, branding, I got a tour <laughs> with this album and stuff like that. But obviously, since I do so much, my third project is are already in the works. Because Damn. I'm telling you, it takes me a while to put out a project. Like, for each track, I probably wrote, like, three or four different versions of the song. And I mm-hmm. have to pick what I like. So, it's coming. Word. Okay. I like that. Quick tag your November nineteenth. No, and tag Twitter, IG, SoundCloud. Oh yes. So on all social media platforms, it's Cake Swag, C A K E S W A G G. Um, music, Cake Swag. Jack, are you following? C A K E S W A G G. Follow right now. Um, and you can find me on everything. I'm not on Twitter. I know. What? Come on. I know. I'm sorry. Twitter can't get wild. Twitter can't get wild. I feel you. I mean, everyone's like, you need to get on Twitter. Um, it's fine. Yeah. You're doing your thing on the Heck will help start it up. He, he started a golden deal when it got about 21 followers. So he's your guy. 
Okay. <laughs> and um, <laughs> on Tw- Snapchat. 21 might have been a little too generous. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Snapchat, it's cake-boss1. So that's me on everything. Um, if you guys. What was that before or after the, the reality show started? The Cake Boss reality show. Are you oh, that was that was after the Cake Boss show. What? Yeah, and I love that show. And one of the projects that I was that I worked on when I was younger, I used like his voice in different like skits <laughs> and stuff. That guy's that guy's awesome. Yeah, bro. he's he's so cool. Um, I don't remember what I was gonna say. Um, I think you're done plugging. So listen. Yep. This is how we start the show. This is how we end it. You have to say your name, right? Hi, I'm blank, and this is my golden hour. Right afterwards, no break in between it. You have to say, hi, my name, and that was my golden hour. Okay. And take your time. This is how everyone's going to remember you on the show, so you have to put your sauce on it. Okay. All right. So, hi, my name is Cake Swag, and this is my golden hour. And then, hi, my name is Cake Swag, and that was my exactly. golden hour. Exactly. Okay. Hi, my name is Cake Swag, and this is my golden hour. Hi, my name is Cake Swag, and that was my golden hour. And we're all friends over here. Yeah. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for oh, watching. Really, really quickly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, um, you guys, <laughs> here we go. You can DM me um, songs that you want to hear me do for freestyles, and I'll do them. You mean like the beat? Yeah, whatever instrument. You can just DM me the song. I'll find the instrumental for it. Just let me know what what your favorite song is right now. What song you like to see me cover, and I'll drop a freestyle to it. So I do respond to um all all freestyle requests that people send me. So make sure it's a freestyle okay. request. Um, That's right, what I have to say. Don't be a creep on the DM. <laughs> right? That's what I said. I do respond don't, to freestyle requests most. Don't definitely. be on no creepy requests. shit. Um. Okay. To be honest, you totally blew it. You got to do the, the start and the end of the game. <laughs> oh, shit. It's because I can't just, like, cut that now. Just do the end. Part, no, no. She got to do both. Part two. Okay. Hi, my name's Cake Swag, and this is my golden hour. <laughs> Hi, my name's Cake Swag, and that was my golden hour. Flawless. I'm riding Thanks to All right. Good night, guys. As I always should. Ballin' flex on me, I wish a nigga would On these hoes, I feel like Tiger Woods Whoa, yeah, I'm riding through the hood As I always should Ballin'